and this evening I'm talking about why believer gets stuck in life and what to do about it. Luke chapter 14 verse 28. Not too long ago, um, <laughs> in fact this happens to me quite regularly and there's even one on my table right now. And you would see someone that will come and meet me and say that they will want me to pray for me and literally want to inform me that the reason why they are stuck in life is because of a demonic problem. They would literally tell me. So they will explain some kind of pattern in their business and say, the reason why this has happened is because of a demonic problem. Or they will sit down and explain to me some cycles that happen when it comes to their relationship. And they will use that to explain to me that this is a demonic problem. Sometimes I'm able to see the demonic interference in what they are saying. But most often, when I hear them and I see what they are saying, I cannot accurately see or say what is demonic about it. Some of them will leave disappointed because they think that I will take a very ballistic point in prayers and begin to pray for them. But rather, I will just really resort into cancelling. So, today we're going to look at something. I mean, I, I mean this even happened. I, I, I was talking with someone a couple of days ago. And he told me about how this deal did not go well. And how this deal did not go well. And how did that deal did not go well. And I said, Pastor, can you not see that I have a demonic problem? And when he said so, I looked at him and I said, I can't say anything that is demonic here. What I see is lack of planning. Praise the Lord. All right. So, for example, now, let me, let me use a very casual situation. And this is not generic. Most of the time when... <clears throat> Most of the time, when you see people that are delayed in marriage, either man or woman that did marry, they're in their 30s or towards 40, they've not gotten married, and they're serious-minded people. Ask them, not all the case, most of the time, they stayed in a wrong relationship for a long time. And you understand what I'm talking about? So, it, they will say it's a, it's a spirit of delay. There was no spirit of delay. You made a decision. Glory to God. So you made a decision. It was just a subconscious decision. For example now, let me also give you a clear instruction. When you see people that are struggling in business, that for five years they've not been able to scale over a certain amount of business, I can't say for 100%, but 98% of them don't have a mentor. 98% don't have a mentor. And the Bible says in the multitude of cancer there is safety. So when they begin to talk, see, there are certain things you will not say if you have a mentor. There are certain problems you will not enter into if you have a mentor. So, let's go to Luke chapter 14, verse 28. The Bible says in Luke chapter 14, verse 28, is there anyone who, oh, sorry, I'm, let me judge you from King James, I'm sorry. I just, yes. It says, which of you intending to build a tower, seated not down first and counted the cost, whether he have sufficient to finish it, lest perhaps when he had laid the foundation and is not able to finish it, all that behold him begin to mock him, saying this man began to build and was not able to finish. So the first question I want to ask is this. When you see people that are stuck in their finances, why are they stuck in their finances? When you see people that are stuck in ministry, they are pastoring this church. They are pastoring this department. They are pastoring this cell system. But they've not been able to see significant growth like they want to see. Why are they stuck? When you see a businessman that for the past five years has just been able to do an annual turnover of 25 million. He has put in a lot of work into it but the next year to 25 million. Year 3, 25 million. Year 4, 25 million. Year 5, the same 25 million. The question you want to ask is this. And because we're spiritual human beings, the first drift is that this is spiritual. While I'm not saying that some things are not spiritual, I really believe that most of the challenges we have are in the physical. Somebody say hallelujah. So why are people stuck? Listen to look at this verse. Luke chapter 14 verse 28. He says, which of you intending to build a tower? That means there's a clear purpose. There is a clear goal. Intending to build a power, seated not down first, and count the cost. 
One of the major reasons why people are stuck in life is because they are not intentional. That's one of the major reasons. If you want to go spiritually, you must be intentional. If you want to go, so why are people stuck? Because they're not intentional. So the question is this. The question is this. If people are stuck because they're not intentional, so why are they not intentional? Number one. Number one is this. The assumption clause. What's the assumption clause? People just assume that if I have a dream, it will happen. So you will see, you know, and, and sometimes I will run into a minister that will tell me that, Pastor, your ministry is growing so well. People are, you have been talk of town. And they're saying, what are you doing? And I just ask a simple question. I say, how many are you in your church? You say, we're 25. How long have you been in the life? You have for two years. I say, in these two years, how many first-timers have you brought? He said, no, I don't do first-timers. I said, you are 25. You don't, you don't think you should go out every day. Carry Bible, carry tracks and win souls. So, I asked him, how do you think the people will come? He said, the angels of God will bring them. I said, who would the angels use to inform somebody else? One of the major reasons why people are stuck in life is that they are not intentional. So, people write down their goals and their prayer points in the, in the month of January. I would like to have 50 million. I agree with you, that's wonderful. But the question is that this is February. What have you done this week towards 50 million? You will see a lot of people, Valentine just passed now. A lot of people are heartbroken. If you will get Valentine gift, you will know. If you will not get, you will know. Is that not true? So, why do you allow a lady to not make you happy or sad? Glory to God. Very intentional. Sometimes I'm just growing big, 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 big. People that lose weight don't lose weight unintentionally. They, you know, you lose weight what intentionally. See what Jesus Christ said. He said, which of you intending to build a tower? Do it what? You do not sit down first. Someone says, Pastor, the problem is that I have no sales. The question is that are you marketing? You have no sales, but you are not asking if you are marketing. If you are not marketing, how will you have sales? Son is making clothes. I sit down with him and say, Pastor, nobody is buying from me. I say, what's your marketing plan? He said, I tell the people that I know. I said, that's good. I'm a part of this week. I said, nobody. Don't you know that if you do nothing about your goal, your goal will not move. So a lot of people are not intentional. I've seen people that will move to another country. They will move on a visitor's visa and move to another country. And they get there now. They become a prayer point. Question. When you move to that country, what was the hope? Don't you know that if you move to another country on a visa visa, it has restrictions, and that restriction will help your will hurt your finances. But if you have a clear pastor, say, when I get there, I will sort it out. When they get there, they will sort you out. Glory to God. So one of the major reasons you see that people are stuck is this: people are not intentional. And why are they not intentional? It's an assumption. There's an assumption that if God wants to bless me. If God wants me to go forward, without naturally doing something extraordinary, I will find myself going forward. So you ask a sound leader, you say that, ah, your attendance was five. Why? They say, ah, people did not come. How would they come, sir? There are certain steps you must take. We just explained to you now that in the Lekki Center, the same thing is happening in the Antony Center, the same thing is happening in Bagada Center. All of our churches are running out of space. We are creating more space. And the reason is simple. If you don't create space, to house what God has given you, what will happen? You will lose it. How do I know? The Bible says, as Peter, is, as Peter used the net to cut the fish, what happened? The net began to break. Why did the net begin to break? Because Jesus told him initially. He said, cast nets. He said, what I'm saying is more than one net. Peter, out of unbelief, threw one net. Because that was how much you could handle. And when it came, the net began to break. You know what I'm saying so? Some of you, things are going to start breaking. They are going to start breaking not because of demonic influence, but because of the harvest of the seed you have sown. The question is that are you going to enlarge your tent and pull your borders and begin to believe God for some things? 
There are businesses that they will write you a check. Or there are businesses that if you don't have proper account, they cannot write you a check. Yeah. Be, if you don't have proper account, they, they will ask you, where is your VAT paper? Do you pay taxes? They will ask you, do you pay taxes? And the question that you now say, ah, ah, Father, they're, they're delaying me. Yeah, they're not delaying you. Sometimes, <laughs> see, sometimes what you call delay is that God was preparing you. Because God needs to prepare you for the things he has prepared ahead of you. So, why are people, why do Christians get delayed? So, you'll see a Christian lady, I mean, you know, one lady told me this, and let me say something, I'm going to say this thing, and I know that a lot of you are going to, some of you will be angry, but I will say it. A lady was telling me, she's 31. I said, well, what's the plan? I said, I'm moving to Canada. I said, do you have a fiance? He said, no. Do you have a girlfriend? I said, is marriage important to you? He said, it's very important to me. It's one of my top lists. I said, if you have not found husband here, what will, how will you find there? He said, Pastor, but not, nobody has found me here. I said, boy, you're in the pool. You're in the harvest. See, there are some decisions you will take and things like that can exclude you. It's not as if we will not find their husband abroad. That's not what I'm saying. The people that migrate abroad, the way it is, most of them already have to marry. And the men there are looking for girls that have papers and have money and history. And you are not moving there. This is about being intentional though. But the question is that it may not be important to you to marry. It's not a bad thing. Marriage might be second to career. Then go. But not that when you marry now, after you have now 39, you're not, you're not looking for prayer. They will not be beating you with a broom broom and say you need deliverance. It's not deliverance. It's just the common sense. A lot of people in the prime of their life, they say, they say that I don't have time for marriage. It's when they're not at the prime. They don't have time for marriage. God bless you, my sister. <laughs> Glory to God. I, I mean, I, I was talking to a lady, and um, as, as we were talking, you know, one of the things, I, I just noticed, um, this is my birthday, that one of our friends has access to a private jet. She's going to take pictures in a private jet and put it on her DP. I said, well, are you a born-again Christian? He said, what does that mean? I said, it means you, can, you can't find a husband. He said, Pastor, why? I said, when a man looks at your DP and sees pictures in private jets, and you now say, flying, living the life. What the man would think would not be what you're thinking. Am I, am, I, am I saying the truth? What the man would think would not be what you're thinking. He would be like, hey, this girl, they finished her. Ah! <laughs> All this old papa has finished her. See, they've been kind of... Meanwhile, it was an innocent picture you posted just for what? Birthday. For the grams. And you become grounded. From the grams, you become what? Grounded. Glory to God. You have to be intentional. You, you come here and say, I want, I want to grow spiritually. They say, Johnny, say, you don't want to join. They say, how will you grow? It's not, spirituality does not jump on people. So why don't people, why, are people, do, why don't people grow? Why do people become stuck? Because they're not intentional. Why are they not intentional? Because of that assumption. Is that assumption? You don't understand. People go through a whole week and don't achieve anything towards their goal. If you think I'm joking, this week, what is your fundamental goal? What did you achieve towards it? Most people did not do anything. What they did was operational. Like, what most, even if you didn't think, it will happen. This week now, and this is now the seventh week of the year. Why are people not intentional about their growth? The second thing is this. People expect achieving their goals to be easy. Why are people not intentional? Because people expect what? Achieving their goals to be easy. That's why January 1st, January 2nd, the gym is full. By January 14th, the gym is empty. Because this is what the assumption is. This is and this is the problem with our generation. We look for results so quickly. And sometimes you must know result has compounding effect. Just like if you don't know, if you want to lose weight, before you can significantly lose weight on a regular weight loss program, you must spend three months. 
that's when you're, not that you're not losing weight, that's when your weight loss will now become obvious to other people. So what happens to people is this. They do it one week, they do it two weeks, then it gets tough. And they say you need motivation. Listen to me. You don't need motivation. What you need is discipline. You know why? Motivation kicks in when you have started. Did you hear what I said? <laughs> Motiva- you, see, motivation is not what makes you start. Discipline is what makes you start. But what now keeps you going is what motivation. I say, go to a cell. He said, I look for the venue all day. I didn't say, I just gave up. You need discipline, sir. Many of you are here. You want to develop a leadership quality. Someone say, how do I develop it? You look for a, a small group. I say, can I lead a small group? I am a lady that is an entrepreneur. Let me lead a group for ladies and entrepreneurs. The reason why is that I want to develop my leadership capacity. Because you don't develop capacity by reading. You develop by practicals. Glory to God. So why do people, why do not intentional? Because they, 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 it will be easy. Someone say, ah, pastor, every morning next level prayer. I said, my brother, is not, he said, are ah, you motivated? I said, the motivation is discipline. So the reason why a lot of people don't work on their goals or are not intentional is this. The moment it gets difficult, they give up. You date someone, the guy breaks your heart. You don't give up, you date again. Aha. Uh-huh. You do a business, you lose two million. You don't give up with what? You try again. You bought Bitcoin, it shrunk. You go ahead and try again. Only that this time you try again with more wisdom. Are you hearing me, somebody? They give you a cell to manage. You say, I don't know, I'm very tired now. I've been doing it for four years at the community. What have you done? Have you done it for five years? Generally, first night, you were going to the gym. With all your, all your grams, the pictures were there. Summer body loading, summer body loading, summer body. We just noticed by the last week of December, we didn't see any summer body loading again. All we saw was, was winter stomach loading. Praise God. <laughs> I was teaching about relationship, about developing mentor relationship. And someone said, eh, I've tried to find a mentor. I've tried two or three times. That's the thing. See, the reason why people, because you're thinking it to be easy. Faith does not make it easy. Faith makes it possible. He says, all things are possible to him that believe it. Not all things are easy to him that believe it. Faith doesn't make it easy. Faith makes it what? Possible. Glory to God. If you want to, see, let me tell you something. Some of you have never saved your first one million before. You will save it. You will put the hundred thousand there. It will be calling your name as you are going. Someone say, spend me. You will discipline yourself. You will save it and save it and save it. You say, yes! My first one, one million has been completed. The third reason why people are not intentional is this. Because they love their comfort zones. And real growth happens outside comfort zones. If you want to grow, do what you don't like. You want to grow, do what you don't like. If you want to grow, instead of pushing the presentation in your office, somebody else, start doing it. If you are very shy, you can't talk to people. After the service, they greet three or four people. Say, hi, my name is Anthony. What's yours? He said, why are you doing this? Because I'm practicing. The reason I'm saying this, so yeah, see, let me tell you something. True growth happens what? You say, we're fasting and praying. You say, uh, may I fast tomorrow. Why not today? You say, we're gathering for next level prayers. Why are you not gathering? Glory to God. I said, glory to God. So I'm just coming to you. I'll just wear anything. Can you see that manner? He said, I'll just wear anything. And when people look at you, they look like anything. 
You now wonder why favor eludes you. The Bible says when Joseph was caught by the king, Joseph went in first shaved, took his bath, cleaned up. He said, may I not have something that will make them disqualify me for favor? You may not have your car, but you have shoes. Your shoes should be shining. How can you iron your shirt while seeing double gator? How old are you? Glory to God. I said glory to God. I said glory to God. Because growth happens. This is what they say. Yeah, Pastor, I was born in the Badon. That's why I always say Sampion. You can correct the Sampion. What Sampion? <laughs> you can correct the Sampion. If the champion is a problem to your destiny, then correct what? The champion. Where you, where you came from does not have to look like where you're going to. Glory to God. I said glory to God. I said glory to God. See what the Bible says here. And I'm saying this to you because, see, many of you run businesses, if they say do a budget, you don't even know what a budget is. And you're an entrepreneur. How can you be a pastor? Do not say, I'm just a pastor. What kind of pastor? Do you pastor in the jungle? You don't even know what a budget is. You run a business, you know what a balance sheet is. So the, you enter the vehicle and say, Tell me your asset and liability. You say, I find favor in Jesus' name. You, you, see what someone is just speaking normal accounting terms to you, you cannot understand. And all it takes you is to just sit down. Go for three course, three days course in LBS. Do three days course online. Finance for non-accountants. And you will get the foundation. So people are stuck because they're, they're not intentional. I'm going to show you one scripture. I'll show you one scripture in Proverbs. Very, very powerful. Why are people not intentional? Because people think that if I want to do something, I have all it takes. Most of the time when you want to do something, you don't have all it takes. All it takes is within your stretch, not within your hand. So you people say things like, um, they want me to do this, but I don't know how to do it. That's why we ask to do it. So that in the process of learning to do it, you will become the person that can do it. If you keep doing what you can do, how will you grow? Many of you are here, you say, I'm looking for sales of it. I'm, I'm looking for how to make money. I don't know what I'm looking for. Crypto is there. Just devote one month to learning crypto. Find a great crypto mentor. Start with dummy money. You will be surprised. There are many of you that say, my business is not moving. I, I, you say, let me tell you. You say, my business is not moving. What's your marketing plan? You said, I don't have money to pay social media influencer. You can become that person. There are lots of people that become social media influencers not because they hope to do it, but as they were doing it for their businesses, they found that that was another pot of oil right there. But the thing is this, why are people not growing? When it comes to that stretching. For example, let me say something about, let me, you know, this thing I said about friendships went on viral. Casual friendship closed, and I'm going to consider it on. Sometimes it will be really powerful. I hope you can, you can bring your friends to come and hear the word of God. The most, there are three kinds of fr friendships. I've mentioned it. What? Casual? Huh? Close? And what? Core. Guess the most enjoyable ones. The one you enjoy? Casual. Friendship that has no meaning. Most of the time, your core are the most stretching relationships. You know why? They're the one that can call you out and say, stop it. How can you date that idiot? Uh, you know what I'm talking about. So, most of the time, we don't like our call because they're the one that, but casual, they're the one that say, hey, I should be, hey, 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 hey. You know, th that's casual. Why? They have no stake in your life. If your life goes bad, for your sake. If it goes bad, for your sake. They are only here for the grams. For the enjoyment, for the nice time. It's going well. You know the thing? L listen to me. Let's, let's take this deep. Where's Michael. And I wanted to get this very well. I want to get this. I want to put it online. 
When it comes to relationship, they are close, they are casual, and they are core. One of the biggest mistakes people make is this. Core relationships are the most stretching because they have a stake in your life. And they know when the shifts are down, they become responsible. So you will see them making certain demand and putting their foot there. Casual relationship, anything goes as fast as fun. But there's a problem. Most people invest more in casual relationships than core relationships. When the shifts are down, they now become heartbroken. Because casual cannot stand up for you. They are only there for the good days. The core should have invested in there's nobody there. Because you never invested in it. Check. Where are you investing your friendship time? Is it in the core or in the casual? In fact, let me tell you, some of you will be using casual advice to cancel core advice. You say, ah, my casual friends say, ah, when, when, when they saw it, they, they were so excited. They thought it was a fantastic idea because all they want to see is nice things. Your core friends say, hmm, how will this impact in five years, in ten years, in seven years? That's how the core think about. And you, all of a sudden, you start saying, you start taking casual advice. So, Frey, advice from casual friends and use it against advice from what core friends. And two of them have different stakeholding in your life. Do you know some, what I'm talking about? When you talk to casual about a business idea, you say, I'll make 100 million. Hey, you make 100 million. Ah, once you make it, we'll just buy Range Rover. Ah, who, see, ah, catch us thinking, we'll just enter town. Hey, he, you know, ah, you know, that's how catch us thinking. Koi is thinking, this thing you want to do, what about if it goes wrong? I don't make the money. Let's spend three days and fast and pray. Ah, casual cannot fast and pray. For what? How will, what, who will see it on Instagram? You want to marry, you want to date somebody, you are talking to your cell leader that is part of your core. He says, have you considered this? But my friends say, your friends, why are your friends casual? Because the day he came to see them, he just prayed them dollars. Ah, they say, oh boy, that guy is nice. <laughs> you didn't know that there was a dollar speaking through their mouths. Praise the Lord. I said, praise the Lord. So, why are people not intentional? Because, because I've, I've said that people think it's going to be so easy. So, some of you are, <laughs> some of you are not business here. It's difficult. What were you expecting? It was easy to run a business. Everybody run a business now. When it's difficult, you tell, you tell business that you are tougher. That you have the life of God in you. That greater is it that is in the world. Are you here? They give you ministry assignment. You say it's tough. I want to. When you read Hebrews eleven, the testimonies of Joshua, Caleb, Naomi, Ruth, all of those people. Why did they come? It was the toughness that made us respect them. You go back and produce results, because there's only one way result must be produced. Are you here? Are you here? So it's a personal commitment. So the reason why people are stuck in life is this, and, and I'm saying so because they're not intentional. Let me let me give you a small part of not being intentional. Everyone look up here. Once people are not intentional, then they commit the second error. The second error is this: they focus on activities that don't use their maximum results. What do I mean? Everything you do, if it's ten. There'll be two things that will bring about big results. There'll be eight things that will bring about results, but it's not very significant. When people are not intentional, you'll find out something. They will spend a lot of their time on activities, relationships, events that bring about what low results. For example, let me give you an example. Look, take an audit of this week, those you spent a lot of time with. Were they the people that produced the maximum results in your life? Oh, you noticed it, right? Yeah. Just, just those you spent your time with. Just think about it. This week, those you spent your time with. There are people that every time you spend your time with them, your life goes forward. I thought you would spend more time with those people. 
so your life can be going forward. Let me give you an example. There are things you do that will increase your income, increase your capacity, increase your skill. Yes or no? How much of the time did you spend on those things this week? What did you spend time on? TikTok. Some of you just watching. Just some of you say, ah, there's nothing to watch on television. Can you imagine? You have so much time. So, once people are not intentional, the second thing, they will even work in the office, eh? And they will not work on their job. Especially people that have pull office. My God. Because pull office, this one will bring food. You say, hmm. So it's kokoyam yeah, you cook today. Your man loves kokoyam. Oh my God. This one will talk. And this one will pick it up. And, and you just see, they will just, five hours has gone. No serious labor effective impute into their work. And at the end of the week, they expect results. It's impossible. Life is input and output. Have you noticed something? All the time you use on Instagram, you can do a new course on Udemy. You will just be surprised. In one month, you're done. And this is still, some, like some of you, you are there for too many people. That's a problem on its own. Because you don't know who your core and your close people are. Praise God. Let's go back to Luke chapter 14 and close. Oh, wow. Can, can we close? Okay, let's, let's just hurry through it. Luke chapter 14. So the Bible says, why are people, um, so the, I was talking about why people are, are stuck, I said unintentional. So when people are not intentional, how do you see? Look at the first thing. When people are not intentional, how, how, why are people stuck? Look at the first thing here. Luke 14 verse 28. For which of you intending to build a tower, the first thing you see about unintentional, I'm trying to rush, so I'm becoming, you know, my words are going to each other. Let me calm down. When people are stuck, how do you know what causes it? The first thing is you notice is this. There's no clear goal. Ask them, what do you want to achieve this month? They say, some, some of them have no goal at all. Then some of them, they say, it's just some kind of picture. Uh, my sister, what financially, I know that you wrote millions you want to have. What must you have this month? You know why? Until that yearly goal is broken into monthly goal and weekly goal, that goal will never happen. So the Bible says here, so, so let's say that you do some kind of merchandise, you will sell, tell yourself that this week I want to sell 14 pieces. I want to be able to bring in an, an expenditure of $40,000. Let's say that you want to, let's say that you want to build a relationship that will lead to marriage. You know, you say, what will I do this week? Okay, the first thing I will do is I will get some knowledge. People say that I don't know how to talk well. I will get knowledge about talking well. I'm going to learn about patience. Okay, that's what I want to do. Okay. Let's say that I've done that already and maybe there's a, there's a relationship I'm in. I'm going to invest quality amount of time. How am I going to do that? I'm going to do this and this and this and this and this and this. So the Bible says this. This is what the Bible says. It's a which of you intending to build a tower seated not down first. So the first reason why people are stuck is not intentional and that shows one. Because they are not intentional, you see they do not have clear goals. They cannot tell you that this is what will happen in first quarter. In fact, let me tell you something. If you are the kind of person that does not like goal review, you will have a big problem. You don't like review. The reason why you don't like review is because you, you think or you, you think you are low performance. People that are high performance like review. Have you noticed that when you're in secondary school or primary school, once they say report card, the people that don't call report card are those that do bad in class. All the people that do well in class, they are always excited. They always say, first, they are always there to go and collect that. But all the people are 40 something, 45, say, it's not around today. It's not around today. It's not around today. It's not around today. So if you find yourself, you don't like goal review, that shows you don't like productivity. So the Bible says this For which of you intending to build a tower seated not down first? So the first thing is a clear goal. The first thing is a clear goal. The first is a clear goal. You run a company, what's the clear goal? What do you want to achieve? I know you want to achieve this in five years' time. That's wonderful. But what do you want to achieve in February? What do you want to achieve in March? 
You run the singles ministry, what do you want to achieve in March? You run the women ministry, what do you want to achieve in February? Another month has gone, what will you say you have done? What do you want to achieve financially? What was your saving go through by the end of this month? Marital relationship, why? What do you want to achieve? Someone says, someone says, I want to get married, pastor, help me. He said, no, he said, I'm again. How can I marry myself? Simple. Join a cell where men are. To join now is problem. I will since last year. You don't understand. It's the goal you take steps towards that it becomes achieved though. Just one step. You drop it. You say, I will, I will, I will, I will, I will. Six months have gone. The second thing why people are, are stuck is this. Is that it says that the Bible says in verse 28, it will sit down first. The second thing that there's no thinking. So under goals, there can be goals without a goal post. There can be goals without what? A goal post. So let me ask you, what is your financial goal post this year, this month? Not this year, this month. Because this year can be very deceptive. You know why? It's until you get to December, you now remember that, yay, I've not hit my goal. Are we here, somebody? Somebody say hallelujah. hallelujah. Somebody say hallelujah. hallelujah. So the second thing is this. It says that go count. No thinking. So what is no thinking? And let me say something to you quickly here. Please look up here. Just for you to know. The most successful people, one of the things they must know that they think. A lot of people don't think. And until you start thinking, you will be stinking. Until you start thinking, you'll be what? Stinking. Your finance will be stinking. Why? It's thinking that makes you see a way. It's thinking that makes you see a way. How do you get from here there? You sit down. Look how the Bible says. The Bible, see, if you see me at 5.30 a.m., you will notice I'm either doing two things. I'm either praying, reading, or thinking. I spend a lot of my time thinking processing divine thoughts. Because it's through thinking I'm able to connect divine agenda and prophetic words from the spirit into the physical. That's why if you see successful people, you don't enter the office anyhow. They say, get out. It's not that they are rude. They just value their thinking time so much so that nobody should interrupt it. Can you devote 30 minutes every day and think about your life? About how you want to take it forward? In the minimum. It says, for which of you intending to be the kind? It says, seated not down. So the thing is that most of us don't think first. We run first. The Bible says, this man sit down what? First. You, let me tell you. Let me tell you things to think about. Why am I here financially? That's a good question. And when you're thinking, remember that the quality of your question determines what the quality of your answers. Why am I here financially? It's a good question. Why am I not married? It's a good question. How can I be married next year? It's a good question. How can I multiply my income? It's a good question. How can I get 10 cells? It's a good question. How can I get 4 leaders? It's a good question. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Think. I'm earning 500,000 per month. How can I make it to 1 million? And sometimes you think, think, you can't see a way. You think until you have that breakthrough in your mind. How can we grow these things we're doing? It's a great question. I love what they used to say in the, in the, in the, in the 90s or 80s about good thinking, good product. Bad thinking, bad product. If your life is bad, bad thinking. If it's good, good thinking. Someone say hallelujah. hallelujah. Just some, see, there are some questions I had to ask myself. Why am I like this? I just had to ask myself.
The people that get promotion in my office, why do they get promotions? Glory to God. Look at the next line. The Bible says this. For which of you intending to be the carrier not now and come the cost, come the cost begins to talk up and whether he has to finish it or not. This begins to talk about planning. So it's not enough. So the reason, and let me tell you why people really get stuck. Everybody look over here. Why people, why people as if, you know, there's something tricky about life. Everybody look up here. I want to show you something. You know, if you do what in primary one, they put me to primary two. From primary two, they put me to what? Primary three. Primary three to what? Primary four. That's what happened. That's the trap. So when you grow up as an adult, you think by doing well, I'll be promoted. But the thing is that you're no longer in school. You are the one that works at your promotion. So you're the one that says that I've been earning five million per annum. And I want to begin to earn what? Ten million. Life is not going to promote you. You're the one that what works out exactly. Promote yourself. Glory to God. See what the next verse is. It says, it says, it talks about planning. Planning is how to work out that plan. It says, verse 20, it says, for which of you intending to be the tower, seated not down first and counting the cost, whether it has sufficient to finish it. What does that mean? Resource management. Listen to me. This is how you know if you are intentional about your growth. How will you know? You will be aware of what you have and what you don't have to make your dreams happen. The challenge is that a lot of people want to make their dreams happen, but they don't even know what they have. They're not even aware of what they don't have. Do you know what you have and what you don't have? Why? If I know what I have, I can leverage what I have to get what I don't have. If I know what I don't have, I know what to walk towards. Oh, you know, I may not have money, but I have some friends that can help me financially raise capital. I may not have some friends, but I have a relationship with a company that can give me um, some loans. What do you have? Question, do you know what you have? Um, look at a lady like T.Y. Bello. She didn't study photography in school. But she noticed that she was creative. She began to build on it. Have you noticed what you have? Some of you can talk. You know, thank God for all this Instagram. Look at boys like Arole, um, Woli Agba, all those uh, Mr. Ayana, all those boys that are doing all these skits. All they have is mouth. Do you know most of them are shy? They can't climb on the stage. Listen to me. When you're intentional about your life, you understand this is what I have. Sometimes I'm very patient. You say, I'm very patient. What does patience, patience, what job does as a patient person fit patience people? <laughs> Last week, one lady came to see me from London. She might be watching. Very committed lady. He said, Pastor, I'm a financial partner. He said, I have more money than I need. He said, I, I'm not married. I earn over 100,000 pounds per year. He said, and that, this is me saying I want to work three times in a week. If I want to work more than that, I earn more. I said, how? He said, I know what I have. I'm very patient because I love kids. So I went into the UK. I did one course. And that course was how to handle kids with special needs. He said, because of that, I'm in hot demand today. Where did this start from? She knew what she had. You know what other people have. How does that help you? What will help you? Let me tell you, some of you are stubborn. <laughs> Praise God. Oh, you know you are? God bless you, my sister. You now ask yourself that what job this? Because some jobs need stubbornness. How can you be last man? You not be stubborn. <laughs> <laughs> When they want to arrange, hey, 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 hey. So, some job, I'm just giving you examples. See, the key, where it starts is this. Do you know what you have and what you don't have? Someone told me, say, Pastor, I just have to pray for people. I love Bible study. I said, wow. Where is that taking you to? Because that's what you have something. 
Some of you just want to organize people. Organize, organize. You have something. Some of you are able to see your face is very fine. You have something. Praise the Lord. Yeah. When you become intentional, either, let me even move it from person. As a family, what do you have? As a cell, what do you have? As a people, what do you have? As a team, what do you have? There are things you do not have, but there are things you have. For example, in our church, the program team has numbers. What does that help you do? Some other team have smaller numbers. That's also great. What does that help you do? You have a British passport. That can be a good opportunity, praise God. You know one ambassador. That can be a good opportunity, praise God. So, do you know what you have? And what, what? You don't have. Some of you just have swag. You know, um, I, I was, there, there's this guy, I, they were telling me about on TikTok. Did you know that guy on TikTok? That he's very rich, right? One black guy. What's his name? What? Cabin. Who knows the story? Who knows the story? Who knows it by raising up the hands? Those that have the gift of speaking, raise up your hand. And, you know, let's see. Come, my sister. Hey, come, yeah. This is your platform. You don't know they're looking for a presenter on STV now. Because they're watching from everywhere. Just take up your max a minute and tell us the story. Good evening. Okay, so um, basically he was laid off during the coronavirus pandemic. And then he started, you know, making TikTok videos at home without uttering a word on TikTok. And then he became, like he had the most views in millions. So basically, so that's how he started making a lot of money. I'm not sure of the exact figure. Okay, they said $2.5 billion. Did he hear that? Million dollars from a jobless person guy because he knows what he has question what do you have a lot that's a problem also <laughs> can we start with one and let me tell you something if you know what you have and believe in it it will go far most people know what they have but they don't believe in it you know why they believe that if i have what he has see let me tell you something Everyone look at, look at me. I'm grateful I don't play like Pastor Deboe. I'm grateful I don't play like Bishop Deboe. I'm grateful I don't play like Pastor Chris. I'm grateful I preach like me. You know why? There's what I have that they do not have. Recently, TBN Africa contacted me and they said, we'll do everything. I think it was Faith TV. They said, we'll do everything to have you on the channel. He said, whatever you want, just come on. I said, why? He said, the way you preach, you are the kind of person our audience is looking for. But the decision is that I chose to be me. When I say illustration, they say, this pastor is too comical, he's too this, he's too that. Leave me with me. Leave me with me. One lady sent me a message yesterday. He said, pastor, I just want to send you money. The way you preach here. He said, I don't know, I want to spray you money. The way <laughs> He said, the way you preach. He said, nobody breaks down the word the way you break down the word. I'm not trying to be some other great pastor in the U.S. I just believe in me. I'm, see, I'm in competition with me. Praise God. And, and look, at it, look at it. When you send the message to your friend, see, are you not always proud with the things they tell you? People tell like, my God, the way your pastor preaches, I've never heard anything like this before. He's, they always tell all those powerful things. If I'm sometimes when they talk, I'm like, wow, <laughs> what are they talking about? But praise the Lord. You may not have figure six. You know figure six? You know some people, figure six. I say, ah, pastor, it's figure eight, so figure eight, oh, figure eight. You know, I say, pastor, it's figure eight that guys are looking for now. But your heart is figure 88. Your heart. When they are showing body, remove, don't be in that race. Shh, shh, compete for hearts. Compete for hearts. Let him say, hey, see your heart. Ha. 
What is figure eight with heart 88? But the problem is that you will leave your heart 88 alone. When they are coming to figure eight, you want to date. <laughs> Meanwhile, you are figure 54. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. Can we close? Has this blessed you today? Let's close with this four points. How to be intentional. Decide what area you want to grow in. And let me say something to you. Hey, everybody. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yo, yo. Watch this now. Decide the area you want, to be, you want to grow in. The reason why is that the more the areas, the more confused you will be. The fewer the areas, the more focused you will be. What you can choose is that choose one area for a quarter. So I'll say, ah, there's so many things in my mind. That's how it has been your mind and you're stranded. Why not look for someone that knows how to take you forward and listen to him? Choose and say, this first quarter, I want to focus on relationship growth. I want to focus on marital growth. I want to focus on financial growth. Are you here? Decide. And stay with it. Some of you, your fear keeps chasing you. You cannot even focus. So you do too many things, but you can't see the fruit thereof. The second thing is, uh, so decide what area you want to grow in. Decide what area. And in the cell meeting this Sunday, this is what we're discussing. There's four things is part of our discussion. If you don't belong to a cell, find your way into a cell after today. Decide what area you want to grow in. Then decide how you want to grow in it. So if I want to grow in my finances... How do I want to grow? I want to start making more money or saving more money. And how do I want to do that? If I want to increase the sales, how do I want to do that? And the third thing is this. Start now. Oh, that's the trap. I will start later. I will start next month. Start what? Now. And if you're afraid to start, deal with the fear. Praise the Lord. Let's start up and pray. Oh, Father, we worship you. Father, we worship you. Pray. Make a commitment to grow. Make a commitment to grow. Make a commitment to grow. Never stop. Never stop. Declare that my life is forward. Everything is growing. Everything is growing in the name of the Lord Jesus. Let's make a commitment to grow. 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 Everything is growing by the power of the Holy Spirit. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And Father, we thank you for your word. We ask that to have roots in the heart of your people and bring us fruit of righteousness and mighty harvest. Everyone will grow in significant ways. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Praise the Lord. Please, you can have your seats.